0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the other day I did an episode where I kind of broke down how Max Scherzer dominates Mike Trout, and, you know, it's one of those um, things you don't really hear about too much because, I mean, either you're hearing a lot about how Mike Trout's so good or how Max Scherzer's so good, you never really hear too much about how one of them, being Mike Trout, might struggle. I'm sure there are hitters who own Scherzer on the flip side, but we never really hear much about how much an all-time great like Mike Trout struggles against a particular pitcher. So that being said, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of look at other hitters, namely Hall of Famers, like Hall of Fame hitters who have struggled against some of the most unlikely names. I mean, these are going to be some pitches you've never heard of. Actually, I'd be surprised if if you had heard of any of them. But when you hear some of the stat lines that these Hall of Fame hitters put against Put up against these pitchers and it's against like a healthy sample size you're going to realize that for some reason they just couldn't see the ball well against these pitchers and it's uh i mean it's just one of those things in baseball sometimes there's a pitcher who you see really well and you just don't know what it is you you just see the ball really well and you hit him you know you can hit against him very well some pitchers you just can't see it very well and it's always an uncomfortable a b that's just the way baseball is so without further ado Let's get right into it. The first Hall of Fame hitter we're going to look at is Jeff Bagwell. Um, so his arch nemesis was a pitcher by the name of John Lieber. Lieber, Lieber, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But Jeff Bagwell had a two, in, in 59 plate appearances, he had a 224 average with 237 on base and a 241 slugging. Um, yeah, it's, um it's crazy. But, Bagwell was very well aware that he struggled against Lieber because Lieber just absolutely owned him. I mean, Lieber had a 20 to 1 strikeout to walk ratio against Jeff Bagwell. I mean, he was a steady and productive starter for many years, but he was not really a strikeout artist at all. His career K per 9 was 6.4. But for some reason whenever he went head to head with Jeff Bagwell, I mean, he he just struck him out a lot. It was crazy. I mean, 20 strikeouts to one walk was the ratio and Bagwell could only manage one extra base hit off of Lieber in this time. And, um, I mean, Bagwell struck out as many times against John Lieber as he did in, in in 59 player appearances against John Lieber, as he did in 136 combined player appearances against John Smoltz and Pedro Martinez. Think of that. Two Hall of Fame pitchers, two two Hall of Fame pitchers and John Smoltz and Pedro Martinez, yet Bagwell struck out more against Lieber than those other two pitchers combined in far less plate appearances. So for some reason, he just could not see the ball against John Lieber. So, I mean, if you talk to Jeff Bagel today, I'm sure he would he would be, you know, quick to tell you that that was the toughest pitcher he ever faced. Next on this list is Craig Biggio, the other Astros Hall of Famer. And my goodness, this one, 44 plate appearances against a pitcher named Kevin Gross. And he had a batting average of 071 and on base of 114 and a slugging of 071. He just could not get anything going. I mean, he was 3 for 42 with no extra base hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts against Kevin Gross. And, I mean, Gross was, Oh, he, I mean, he was in the bigs for a long time. He threw 25, almost 2,500 innings over 15 MLB seasons, but he was not an overpowering guy. I mean, he did have a no-hitter in 1992, so some people might remember that. But against Craig Biggio, this dude might as well have been freaking, I don't know, Randy Johnson or Pedro Martinez or something. Because, I mean, Biggio's first seven years in the big leagues, he had a 116 OPS plus. But whenever he faced Kevin Gross, you know, he he was hitting 071. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, I mean, they asked Biggio about this, who was toughest you know his toughest uh, uh, pitcher to face was. They asked him this in 2015, and he didn't even hesitate to say Kevin Gross. Um, yeah, it, it was it was crazy, but 0-71 um, with no extra base hits and an 0-71 slugging as well. It's it's just not gonna. That, that's that's <laughs> that's not gonna get it done. But that was the guy he couldn't hit. So continuing on, we have another pitcher. But this guy actually owned two different Hall of Famers. This is a pitcher by the name of Joey Jay. He's actually a member of the Reds Hall of Fame. And he he absolutely owned Stan Musial and Willie Mays. So Stan Musial had 55 plate appearances against him. And Willie Mays had 42. For Stan the Man, it was a 208 average, a 309 on base and a 229 slugging in 55 plate appearances. For Willie Mays, it was a 200 average, a 214 on base and a 250 slugging in 42 plate appearances. And I mean, Joey Jay was actually pretty good with the with the Reds. I mean, he won 20 games apiece in 1961 and 1962. He helped lead Cincinnati to the NL pennant in 1961. Uh, this dude do a complete game against the Yankees for the Reds' only victory in that World Series. But, you know, he was still roughly a league average performer over his career. He had a 13-year career and a 99 ERA+. plus. While, obviously, Willie Mays and Sam Musial are two of the greatest hitters the game has ever seen. But of the 46 players that faced Joey J at least 40 times, those two Hall of Famers have two of the four lowest OPSs. And neither of them contributed to their home run totals. Neither of them... Homered against Joey J. Willie Mays in particular struggled against this dude. I mean, he walked once and struck out thirteen times. And Willie Mays is, is he's in the GOAT conversation. I mean he's top five player of all time, if not better. Uh so yeah. That's that's one pitcher who I mean, he can hang his hat on that. Joey J he can uh hang his hat on actually I don't know if he's still alive, so it would it would be very um uh inappropriate for me to say that. If he wasn't, but, um, yeah, uh, he, before, before this gets worse, I can just say that, um, yeah, Joey J was extremely, extremely well accomplished. And, um, he has a very strong track record against two of the game's greatest players ever. And speaking of players in the GOAT conversation, probably the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Babe Ruth, he had a pitcher that he just couldn't hit. And that pitcher's name was Ed Wells. In 61 plate appearances, Babe Ruth had a 204 average, a 361 on base, and a 224 slugging. I mean, how much of an outlier was this dude, Ed Wells? Of the 62 pitchers that faced Babe Ruth at least 45 times, this guy was one of two to not allow a home run. And he had a 585 OPS allowed against Babe Ruth. That was more than 200 points lower than the closest competitor. And Wells had a career 4.65 ERA and a 7.66 OPS plus. But for some reason, this most of his success came from his matchup with Babe Ruth. It was a lefty-lefty matchup from 1923 to 1926 when Ed Wells was with the Tigers. And Babe was, I mean, Babe was just, that was prime Babe Ruth. I mean, he was slashing 364 at the time uh, with a 502 on base and a 709 slugging in that few-year stretch. But... I mean for some reason he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't hit Ed Wells. So, yeah. So that's going to wrap it up. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.